Hello fellow Whovians, welcome to Hooked, a Doctor Who rewatch review podcast hosted by me, Georgie Steele, and Cultaholic and Triple Jumps Fraser Porter. What's up? What's up? Today's episode is sponsored by Bang Energy. Oh, um, and A Clash of Kings Clash by Game of Thrones. Wow. Are you rereading or starting again from where you left off? Finished. All right. So I, I, I finished it now. Well, aside from like the all the um, reading all about the houses at the back, mm. I, 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 I finished the book, but I want to read about them. So like an appendix. So, yeah, and it's, it tells you who's in what house and who's comes from what family, all that sort of stuff. Ah, that's very useful. Yeah, it's quite cool. They do it at the end of each each novel, right? So that it tells you what who what characters you've met, and you're meant to look at it throughout. And I, I sometimes will refer to it if it's a new character. I'm like, ooh, who's who's who um but finish the main body is now just to skip through that what's the next book dance of dragons maybe storm of swords storm of swords feast for feast for crows is the last one isn't it let's have a look game of thrones clash of kings storm of swords but that's split into two books that is steel and snow and then blood and gold i did have a look in waterstones yesterday right and they've only got blood and gold not storm of not steel and snow right so then it's a feast for crows mm-hmm. which is one book and then a dance with dragons which is split into two books again lovely it's it's a long long ass book are you are you spacing a... them out so just in case you get to the end and uh winds of winter uh, is I, finally out i am spacing them out because i've got another book to read after that one it's the paris apartment by oh. lucy foley um it's uh, like Welcome an to the Hooked Book Christmas Club. Style. I'm, I'm really enjoying my books this year. I think I've read more this year than I've ever done previously. Spin-off. Booked. Booked. Yeah, I think... I'm trying to think how many books I've done. Oh, we get the writers on. Oh, that'd be great Welcome if you could get booked. George R. R. Martin. Um, yeah, I think I've read, I've read about eight or nine books this year, which is more than I've done, well done. previously. I think... I mean, it's not as great because I've listened to them, but I've... It still counts. I think maybe five? Mm-hmm. No, because I went through like all of like the last three books of Dark Tower. So Dark Tower, like nine, I, I, I listened to 1984. Eight, yeah. yeah, 1984. That doesn't sound right. 1984, yeah. yeah. George Orwell. Um, very disappointed controversial wow. um i thought it was going to be this big thing like scientific it, it just sort of ends um, i mean that yes that's 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 1984 yeah, yeah. uh animal uh farm because it was a, a a duo read by uh, okay. Stephen fry nice uh, i've listened to the first two hitchhikers books um, okay i'm Listened to Dune. Did Dune as well. Yeah, Dune. yeah. I'm currently listening to Magician, the first book in the Rift War cycle by uh, Raymond E. Feist. A Don't know that. Very long, like maybe 39 book series. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but after Magician, I might do a Game of Thrones to see if like I'm trying to do different series and if I find a one that I'm like, oh, I want to read all of this. I want to hear all of yeah. it now. Then I'll do that but i only get one yeah. credit a month fraser so i have a book a month essentially is that with prime no 
on Audible. That's just Audible. Uh, how much do you pay for that? I don't know. It's a subscription, though. You don't yes. just get it. Because there's there's a while you get some free books with Prime and Audible, because it's an Amazon company. You'd see. think that yeah they would make it a thing, but no. Yeah, I'm gonna try and I think after after this, I think uh, after Clash of Kings, a wee break from the the Thrones world would be quite nice. Right. I would read Fire and Blood, but I don't want spoilers for the show. Mm, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice to want to be one of those book people though for the remainder of the show. Yeah, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, Fraser, today we are talking about the Stolen Earth, season four, episode twelve. Yeah. Would you like to hear the poem of the plot? Let's hear the poem of the week. Okay. Here we go. I've got to. I've got to ready myself because it's to a very uh, uh, classical tune that you. Uh, only scholars might have known about it. So, here we go. Dr. Donna, Martha, Jack, even now our roses back. Sarah Jane Smith is here. Mickey and Jackie appear. Gwen Cooper in Cardiff. Ian Toe Jones by the Rift. Maybe he's related to former MP Harriet. What happened to our planet? It was simply spinning. Now the world's gone missing. What happened to our planet? How will we escape from the Medusa Cascade? Torchwood unit, Mr. Smith, how could we include all this? Dalek Khan has lost the plot. Davros is back, please get lost. The prelude to our end game. Will the Doctor be the same? At least it can't get any worse. Now let's watch the stolen Earth. What happened to our planet? It was simply spinning. Now the world's gone missing. What happened to our planet? How will we escape from the Medusa Cascade? Lovely. Well, incredible i know i think that's that is the best one yet <laughs> i actually think i don't think you've been you, you'll be able to top that one i'm afraid that is probably you've not. done something next level there that is more than just a poem full version <laughs> uh releasing soon on spotify that, that was a piece of art i know <laughs> i was like how can well i done. include all these things all in one these song things. i know mm-hmm. oh my god The Stolen Earth aired on the 28th of June 2008 and was directed by Graham Harper and written by Russell T Davies. The the dream team are back. Quite quite a good team. They they produced quite a few good episodes between them. Yeah. Yeah. They know they, they they they've done this before. Yeah. They they got it. They they did last yeah. week's episode which was great. Um then yeah. they've done loads of other episodes. Yeah, specifically off the top of my head. Mostly good ones. They've done the they've usually done the final two episodes. Pretty much, yeah. I think Doomsday as well was one of theirs, yeah. obviously. But yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic team. The Doctor and Donna arrive on President Earth directly after the events of Turn Left, and everything seems normal. Um, the Doctor asks a milkman, what day is it? And the man says, Saturday. Uh, the Doctor and Donna... Oh, oh, I love Saturday. Saturday's brilliant. Saturday's brilliant. He, he can't do Tuesdays. Is it Tuesdays he can't do? He doesn't like Tuesdays, like yeah. Tuesday. Uh, the Doctor and Donna go back in a TARDIS and the world begins to shake. Whoa, something's going on. Uh, in the TARDIS, Donna asks, if, if Rose is coming back, isn't that good? And the Doctor smiles and he's like, yeah. Is it real, though? Is it a real smile? Uh, or is he just trying to think, comfort Do Donna? 
I think he's trying to comfort her, and he is genuinely happy that Rose is back because obviously he loves Rose, mm-hmm. but he's also terrified at what that means. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Uh, something there's a crash and the boom, the the, the TARDIS shakes. Uh, they they open the doors to look outside, and the TARDIS is in the same place, but Earth is gone. Earth is gone. Wow. What's going on? Far across the universe, uh, we go to New York at the unit headquarters in New York now, for some reason. Uh, and Martha is oh, there. We've got bases all around the world, you see. Yeah, she's the lead medical officer. Yeah, yeah. She's she's done quite well for herself, to be fair. Yeah. I know she's, like, travelled with the doctor and stuff, but she is just trained as a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. And now she's the top in the world, because unit seems to, like, take priority over everything. Yeah. I think, though, with her training and her experience, she could be more than just the medical department leader. I think she could be yeah, higher up. The leader of unit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there's, like, army generals and that that are above her, but, like, she's probably got the most experience. With dealing stuff with the Doctor, yes. With alien stuff, yeah. Uh, in Cardiff, Torchwood 3, uh, Jack, Gwen, and Ianto... We're crossing over, Fraser. It's it's wild. We're getting we're getting some Torchwood in here. We're getting previous companions in here. I wonder who is next. Next, Fraser, we go to Ealing, London, and we go to the Sarah Jane Smith household. And Sarah Jane Smith oh is there. God. And Luke and Mr. Smith, we need you. Alexander Armstrong is there. She's like, stop with the fanfare. Just open up. Hello, Sarah Jane. Um, And then we go to Chrisick. 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 Chiswick. 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 Why have I written Chiswick? Chiswick, London. I don't know. You're you're a London boy now. I know. Uh, not been to Chiswick though. Should go to Chiswick and Ealing, uh, and we go to Sylvia uh, Noble and Wilfred, and even Rose arrives. Yeah, she a turns big up. Big gun. She's got a gun. Um, What's she doing with a gun? They they all look at the sky and and. There's tons of planets. And she's like, it's only the beginning. And then cocks it. Cocks the gun. Whoa, Even though it's an energy gun. It's an energy gun, but also, like, it's to make it look cool. Yeah. Like, Is it like it how should... you cock a, a water pistol? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's to build it up. Build it up. But also, just so she's like, she put that feature on there just in case she says anything cool. And then she can do the whole time to go. Ch-ch- it adds to the effect. If she'd just gone time to go, it's less cool. Yeah. You've got to have the cock in there. Yeah. Gonna... Uh, the Doctor cannot trace where Earth has gone. Uh, he decides to go to the Shadow Proclamation. We've heard about it before, but now we're actually going there. We're going to the place. Um, on Earth, each of the Doctor's ex-companions, uh, their respective supercomputers discover yep. a fleet of alien ships approaching Earth's orbit. Uh, they begin contacting each other. Um, action hero Rose walks through the streets of London. There's riots on the Badass. streets of London. Um, and she stops a robbery. Yeah, and she's like, she's like have a point with me. Cocks it again. That's... Yeah. Might have it, again, it's the for charge. the effect. Yeah. It's for the effect. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there's a message that comes from the ships and it's just 
exterminate over and over again. Oh my god. And I love specifically Jack and Sarah Jane's reactions. Yeah. Like Jack's like I mean Uh oh, this is bad. And then Sarah Jane's like, We're dead. We're we are dead. You're too young. She Luke. grabs Luke. What it's... the hell? Jack is like holding holding Gwen and, and Dianto and like this is this is the worst situation. Yeah. This is like the the worst of all. Like they're gonna die. Yeah. Jack won't, but everyone else will. Cause you forget that like the last time Jack encountered the Daleks, they literally needed a god to defeat them all. Yeah. Um since then And it caused the doctor to die. Yeah, or since, regenerate. Since then they've become a bit more beatable. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. But um yeah, I like the the sort of the callbacks and the reminders and like this is where the characters are. Martha shouldn't be too worried cuz she her and pig boys beat them. Yeah, exactly. Like Martha should be like, well, oh, just need Andrew Garfield and a bunch of pigmen. Yeah. Why didn't they come back? Yeah, where's the pig boys? Do you think there's like what happened to them? Did they die? Oh, living in the sewers of New York, probably. Yeah, they're just a, a race of subhumans. Subhuman pig boys like, in the the sewers. Like the rat men of Chicago. Yeah, maybe one of them, like, dresses up as a clown and lives in Derry now. I'm a, a pig, little piggy. Pig. Um, it's, it's, it does get explained later on in this episode, but it's a the f- it's one of the first instances of oh the Daleks are alive again, which yeah. I really don't like when they do that in in Doctor. They've done it a lot recently, when they like <laughs> we're going to destroy the entire Dalek race and then they're just back randomly. Well, that's because time is like a big ball of like wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff so the daleks can just come back Doctor who has because no it's from a different Fraser. different time it has canon it just constantly it just has changes no you can make it just things changes up. it depends yeah it's whoever's currently in charge yeah but even then canon. some people it, the person who should, shall not be named just forgets what he's done in the previous episode see, that's that's an issue I'm fine with like different showrunners changing canon. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, cool, that's that's their take on it. Mm-hmm. Um But certain things should be sacred. Certain things. Just it's just he's destroyed <laughs> most of the universe and destroyed most of the doctor's enemies. And then he's yeah. not referenced it at all in the episodes that he's done since. I think we're gonna get another sort of reboot of the universe. <laughs> you have to. Because, like, yeah, one, also, it allows for that interaction with humans. Yeah. Where they're like, oh my god, these are aliens, not being mm-hmm. like, oh, we see them every week. Don't I, worry. They're probably going to do that with the toy maker. Yeah, I think he's going to be on how much in charge. power he has. <laughs> if you imagine this whole time it was the toy maker's universe. <laughs> That's yeah, why it was weird. It's, uh, it's like Dallas, where, like, David Tennant just is in the shower and... Rose mm. just wakes up. And is like, oh my god, he's alive! He's alive. Yeah. He wakes up. He, he's like, you've got something on your back. And this whole time, um, imagine it was the tricksters brigade. Um, the Daleks begin to attack Earth. Pew, they pew, do. Pew, pew, pew. 
the death of everyone. The Daleks are just going to destroy everyone. They're the Daleks. They can't be stopped. I like how in this episode, and then in the next episode, no, the episode after this episode, um, another classic Doctor Who enemy, uh, I like how they are shown to be unbeatable. If there's a group of them, run, because you are going yeah. to be like slaughtered. Unless the, unless the Doctor's there, you're going to die. Unless the Doctor's there, yeah. Um, we go to the Shadow Proclamation. Outer Space Police, Jadun, Maho. Yeah. Show no flow mo. What? Now, why does the TARDIS not translate it? Who knows? But conversation for another day. Yeah. Uh, they tell her the the I forget her name. Does she have a name? The albino woman. Um. It is. Oh, oh do I have it written down? I don't have it written down. Mm. She's basically um, basically the leader of the Shadow Proclamation. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. tells the Doctor, 24 planets have been taken, but Donna remembers all the planets that have gone missing in their other adventures. She's, exactly. she's been writing down notes. She remembers. She's the best temp in Chiswick. Um, she is the best temp. And they figure out there's actually 27 planets that have gone missing uh, throughout time. Got the What ones have we got? The bees have gone missing? Bees have gone... We're not getting to that yet. That comes in later. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you got Clom, Clom, uh, the 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 lost moon of Push, lost moon of Push, um, the the volcano world, the Pyroviles yeah. planet, Pyroviles, uh, the breeding planet of the the Adipose, Adipose, Adipose one, and twenty two yeah. more, and to loads of other planets. Yeah, um, Project Indigo. Is activated, Fraser. Uh, it's a unit thing. Um, mm-hmm. The the general, her boss, is like, "You gotta activate Project Indigo." And she's like, "No," and he's like, "Yeah." And then they go, yeah. and it's like a backpack, like device thing that she straps. Uh, yeah, uh, she gets a strap on, uh, like, and does it up, and then she can kind of like teleport type thing. Yeah, even she calls. She still has like FaceTime with Jack, and Jack's like, mm-hmm. "Don't do it." Uh, but she's like, I've got to, and she does it, and do it's, it, bro. Uh, the boss hands her the Osterhagen key. Ooh, it's a MacGuffin. What is it? What is it going to be? It's What's it going to do? Yeah, uh, she activates the device, and turns out Project Indigo is a experimental teleportation technology. Um, yeah, rescued from the Centaurans. The Centaurans, yes. Or molded, taken from the Centaurans ship, but they don't... Jack's worried because he's like, they don't have coordinates. Yeah. She's just atoms. She's just atomized, yeah. Like Kylie Minogue. That's good. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, I wonder if Astrid's out there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Strange. Me and Martha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the Dalek ship, the Supreme Dalek, this cool red Dalek with golden bits, um, yeah. reports of Earth's successful conquering to Davros. Oh, he's back. He's back. He's the the bad bitch is back. He's back. The bitch is yeah. back. Like Elton John. This is his like first appearance in New Who as well. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because it feels like we've seen him before, because we've had like Dalek Emperors, we've had the Supreme Leader of the Daleks, we've had all these other leader posts. Yeah. And then this is the first time we're actually seeing Davros. Yeah. 
I didn't know who he was. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I must have, because I would have seen the classic, the first Dalek episode, Genesis. Genesis of the Daleks. So I would have seen that. I I would I th- I think my parents would have shown us that after mm. having started to watch the Doctor Who. Um, Possibly, but I mean, Genesis of the Daleks is a fairly old episode. Yeah, but just to show who the Daleks were. Um, but yeah, I would I must have forgotten who Davros was. Didn't it? Davros so I didn't was. understand. I I knew I was like I, I saw his claw. And I was like, oh, it's the claw from Doctor Inspector Gadget. Doctor Strange. <laughs> I mean, I I think the. Even if you didn't know who he was, the reactions from the companions mm. at seeing Davros, like specifically Sarah Jane, yeah, you're like, oh, this guy means this is this is bad. bad boy. Like the Daleks were bad enough. He's got no eyes, but he's got an eye in the center of his he's head. He's got an eye in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Daleks also hold an insane Dalek can prisoner almost in in chains. Um. Mm. Yeah, Dalek Khan. Previously, from he was in he, he debuted in Army of Ghosts. Yes, as the Cult of Scarrow, and then the Cult of Scarrow escaped to Manhattan, New York. Yeah, uh, and then he escaped to. But he's he's a bit insane. Somewhere, I wonder uh, where he went when he emergency temporal shifted. Um, a woman approaches Donna, uh, telling her. She is sorry for her loss. Another albino woman. Um, a loss that is yet to come. This whole the whole series, there's so many like prophecy and like foreshadowing moments and little things like that that it's like, oh no, what's what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> Something it's gonna be bad. Yeah. They uh they find the planets using the same signal wavelength used by bee like aliens to find their way home from Earth. Um, the Shadow Proclamation tries to seize the TARDIS, and he's like, "Okay, I'll just, I'll just go get the, the keys,", keys. Uh, <laughs> and goes in. And of course, they they get the hell out they're, of there. They're not not so much seizing it. They're like, "You're going to be our general in this war against the Daleks. You cannot leave. You are a prisoner, but also our leader." Yes. It's like, uh, Doctor's not gonna. He's not gonna do that. Which, funnily enough, sort of parallels something that comes a revelation in the future yeah um wilfred and sylvia um are saved from a dalek by by rose they've got the paintball gun he's a great oh, shot him... army veteran still uh, yeah, got it him paintball in the dalek and that was a fantastic moment yeah but then rose is there and uh the tardis stops at the medusa cascade and the doctor's hopeless because he's like this is it there's nothing yep um, but Donna begs him not to give up. Um, everyone, everyone on Earth listens to a Dalek broadcast, but it is hijacked by Harriet Jones, former MP for Flydale North. MP, for, I, I love former the, pres- uh, prime minister. Former prime minister. I love the the whole running joke throughout this. Yes, episode we know who her. you are. We know we know who you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, she begins to speaking through uh, Torchwood, Martha, and Sarah Jane through a subwave network, a sentient computer program created by the Mister Copper Foundation. 
Yeah. Now that, I've got it in the trivia at the end, but I'll jump to it just now. That is the Mr. Copper from Voyage of the Dam. He has money. He's got money. Uh, so he's he's built a network that can uh, communicate tele well not telepathically but it will automatically know who can help the doctor. Yeah, it finds which is why it tunes in on Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rose also watches, but she cannot communicate. Need to get a webcam. Yeah, uh, Harriet forbids Martha to use the Osterhagen key. Um, Martha, by the way, has found her way to. Germany? Yeah, it teleports her to Germany. No, it teleports oh, her with home. Her mum. Yeah, she's like it's, it's the, the one place... place she wanted to be. Yes. Uh, so basically, it's a uh, it reads your mind and teleports you there, which is very cool. Um, but yeah, Harriet forbids Martha to use it. Why wouldn't she just teleport to the doctor? Because hmm. they don't know where he is at this point. She's probably thinking like, I hope my mum is safe. Oh, my mum's safe, but also number one, Martha. Come on, come on, get your priorities straight. You, you've got your phone. That you've said when that calls, you better come running. Well, are the 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 satellites stay with Earth? That's a good point. Well, they must do if people are able to call and use Wi-Fi through a subwave network. Yeah, whatever that is. Um, using the combined power of Mister Smith and the Cardiff Rift the team are able to send a signal to the TARDIS phone, a, a literal mm-hmm. sound wave beacon thing. Um, the Daleks find Harriet Jones and they kill her. Before she goes, <laughs> former Prime Minister MP for Fidel's Authority, yes, we, we know. know who you are. <laughs> Incredible moment. It's a great art. Like, it actually... I didn't expect to laugh so much mm-hmm. in this episode, but every time that they did that line, it got me yeah. for every single one of them. Um, and she looks so surprised that they know who she is. Yeah. She dies off screen as well, so she could have come back. Yeah, it's tough to... And I like I didn't, I couldn't remember if she did, so the whole time I was going like, she's alive. She's alive. We just saw her house explode. With yeah. her inside it, she could have jumped out of a window. She could have the old yeah, acrobatic know. Harriet Jones that we Harriet know. Jones. I mean, obviously, the Game of Thrones rule is, and most rule is is unless you see the body. Yeah. However, this is Doctor Who, um, and I don't think they were going to show a a charred deceased, body. charred body of Harriet Jones. I mean, we see the Daleks killing <laughs> we, people. We do. They don't really. They don't linger on the... Yeah, they don't, like, burn anyone. They sort of just die. Mm. Um, the Doctor is able to follow the signal into the Medusa Cascade one second out of sync with the rest of the universe and to Earth. Um, on the Outer Space Facebook, uh, the Doctor sort of joins the call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, just hangs out with them. He's on Zoom. And... and He's he's sad because he's like, no Rose, but Rose is but watching. She's right there. She's right there. And she's like, "Who's this Martha girl, dude? I was here first. Like, well, you 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 what, mate? Ooh, I was eh. here first. Um, so Davros joins the Zoom call and uh basically explains that 
Dalek Khan's emergency temporal shift at the end of the Daleks in Manhattan story took him to the beginning of the Time War, uh, which was thought impossible, but yeah, he just randomly he's managed did it. it. He's done it. Um, and he saved Davros from his fate at the gates of eternity to the... Oh, the something child. The nightmare child. Nightmare child. Um, the Davros... The Davros. Uh, Davros created a new race of Daleks using cells from his own body. And he shows him his, his, like, his whole chest and it's like flesh ripped off the... Yeah, you can see his ribs carcass. and his spine and his heart beating. It's minging. Quite minging for Doctor Who. Yeah. Davros asks him, I have my children. He's very emperor, basically. He- Right, it feels like he's like, Long have I waited. Long have I waited. Yeah. I have my he's, children. He's the emperor. What do you I mean, have now? And I feel that's pretty much what the Davros character is based on. He's like, yeah. Emperor mixed with Hitler, which just so happens to be who the emperor is. You know? Although, when, like, a lot... when was Davros? Davros would have been the 80s. Oh right, yeah, but it's it feels like a very similar character. Um, let me double check when Davros was first introduced. I want to say, uh, oh, nineteen seventy-five. Oh, so nineteen seventy-five for the Genesis of the Daleks was his first story. So it, he was first before the emperor. He was before the emperor. Well, there you Ooh. go, George Lucas George. stealing some ideas. Uh, yeah, so he's like, I have my children. What do you have now? And the doctor replies, after all this time, after everything we saw, after everything we lost, I have one thing to say to you. Bye! Bye! Uh, he flips the switch and the doctor flies towards her. Uh, the Daleks find Torchwood and Jack escapes with his vortex manipulator to find the doctor. Uh, Sarah Jane leaves Luke with Mr. Smith as she also leaves to find the doctor. Soft. The Doctor and Donna arrive in the middle of a suburban street, completely abandoned. The Doctor asks what Rose told Donna. She says only that the darkness is coming. The Doctor asks anything else, and she replies, Why don't you ask her yourself? And then turns around, and what the music choice, Mm. the, the running. They run to each other. Everything about this is great. Yeah, it's so happy and then it is ruined and the dalek appears out of nowhere and shoots the doctor he goes down as well he like takes a tumble mm. uh, jack appears and kills the dalek a bit late jack blood. i know come on jack uh, they all carry the doctor into the tardis and the regeneration process begins um around britain sarah jane drives into some daleks daleks arrive at torchwood and the doctor begins to regenerate and he, he does the whole and it goes up his neck throws back arms out this is it to be continued <laughs> oh it was my great. god I remember the feeling watching this originally when it first came out and freaking out yeah being like oh my like they're gonna they're, we're getting a new doctor yeah and we didn't know who it was because you hadn't been announced yet no we got to wait a whole week to find out what happens. A whole week. A whole week. That's horrible. Um, I'm so glad they didn't uh, do a cliffhanger ending with Jodie's regeneration like was rumoured a while ago. Where well, it was like, rumor. she's going to 
Yeah, the, the, she would head back, arms out, regeneration. I'm sad the rumours of her singing yellow at the end wasn't true. Well, should, they should have done it. They should have done it. Um, but that crazy end to this episode. Yeah. Like, whoa. Now, I uh, I was critical of this episode a couple a couple weeks ago when I was like, oh, we've had a good run of episodes that Shame's Stolen Earth and, and Journey's End doesn't hold up as strong. Mm. I, I, I want to take back those words. I think this was pretty good. Yeah. Um, We'll jump into some trivia right now, John. Trivia? Trivia. Some trivia on the number one trivia podcast called Whovia. There we go. There we go. Number one, the episode is a crossover between Doctor Who and the spin-off series Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventure. Oh, Russell T. Davis described the crossover by saying it's simply doing what kids do in their imaginations. They would they would think nothing of having their Dalek toys battling Star Wars droids, so why not have all the factions of Doctor Who universe battle together? Um, the weapon that Jack grabs is the gun he made in Bad Wolf. Uh, this episode also marks, as you said in your recap, the first on-screen appearance of the Shadow Proclamation, which was first mentioned back in Rose. Um, up until this point, it was assumed it was just a treaty um, and not an organisation. It was just a, a proclamation. Right. You know, law that everyone goes by. Yeah. The Stolen Earth is the first appearance of Davros since 1988's Doctor Who Remembrance of the Daleks Part 4. Now, Russell T. Davis postponed Davros' return as he thought that Davros would dominate the Daleks like plain robots instead of the scheming geniuses that they are. Uh, he was going to be used way back in, I think, Doomsday was going to be where he was, was going to appear. Right. Having been trapped in the void or something. Mm. The word Osterhagen, now we've, we've, it's the MacGuffin. If you rearrange the letters, it spells Earth's Gone. Oh. So, there you go. Um, we would have had the return of midshipman Alonzo Frame from Voyage of the Damned in this episode as he was originally set to make a return appearance in earlier drafts of the scripts but was later dropped. Uh, Alonzo Frame's original role in the story was that he would appear when Doctor and Donna are travelling to the Shadow Proclamation, assisting them in dealing with his superiors there, because that's apparently where he works now. He would then journey with them in the TARDIS to the Dalek Crucible, only to be exterminated. Um, his original role in the in the script was then given to Harriet Jones instead. So what she was doing, he would have done. Um... Right. But would have met the Doctor and Donna and then taken them where they need to go. Mm. Uh, the scene in the Shadow Proclamation was originally planned to show many more aliens, old and new, including the Sycorax, the Hath, the Vespiform, the Krillotane, the Gelf, the Cybermen, the Isolus, the Grask, the Hoiks, and even a giant adult adipose. Oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, this was axed because it would have used up half the episode's allotted budget in roughly 25 seconds. <laughs> so um, they decided against it. Yeah. <clears throat> the Stolen Earth and Journey's End are considered to be, and were written at the time, to be the Infinity War of Doctor Who. Um, now, the inspiration was that it would be like the biggest story. This was the biggest crossover of all the different shows at the time. They were inspired by Marvel's Infinity War, but the comics before the films were even thought of. Right. So Gauntlet and all that. Yeah. So, like, this was this was their big... Obviously, it's a big crossover episode, but Russell T. Davis was inspired by Marvel's big crossover um, comic runs. And finally, 
Nova Prime and Nova Core from the Marvel comic series uh, was considered as, or is considered as the major influences uh, behind the Shadow Architect. That's the albino woman. I can't remember the actual name. Ah. And the Shadow Proclamation. Uh, Russell T. Davis viewed them as the Nova Core. Right. Um, which I'm surprised they've not popped up more. We might I see them again. Jadun. We might see them again. We never know. I mean, they work, the, the Jadun seem to work for the Shadow Proclamation and the Division and loads of other things. Yeah, but that is all the Hoovia we've got for you just now. Unfortunately, next week's will also will be a bit slim because a two-parter has a lot of the same trivia. So mm. if you are listening to that episode, go and listen to it and then come back to this one for more trivia. Right. So if the, the, I'll have more trivia on the next one. Right, okay. But if you want, you want if you've missed it, you come back for this one. Okay. Well, Fraser, that brings but, us to a little segment we like to call the Satan Pit. It's the Hall of Flame. It's where we send certain concepts, usually related to Doctor Who, down to the pits of hell to be shunned by society forever. Fraser, what do you got for me today? Um, so mine is somewhat Doctor Who related. Um, I uh, I've finished watching uh, quite a few shows. Okay, so I've I, I've I've just binge watched Welcome to Wrexham. Right, watched it all. Um, I'm watch going through the Crown at the moment, but I'm I'm not feeling binging it. But what I am feeling is binging Doctor Who. So this is more actually a complaint about the fact that if I want to remember what episodes I'm watched, I've watched and like what I want to talk about, I can't watch too far ahead. Oh, right. Okay. Because we're so close to Matt Smith at the moment. And I want to just get to the 11th hour. I really want to watch that episode. Like I was really, I saw a clip from it on Twitter the other day. Mm. I was like, oh, I, I really want to watch that episode now. But I'm like, there's no point in me skipping a few episodes yeah. ahead to watch it, but I also don't want to binge watch up until that point because that's like four or five weeks away. But we're so close. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying the fact that my want to watch the 11th hour, but I can't because I, because the love of Hooked and the love of this show, I can't skip ahead. What have you got, Jordy? I have Matt Hancock. Oh, that's yeah, fair. Um, f- him. Have you been watching? I'm a celebrity. I've not, not to um, spoil it for anybody that might have not seen the 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 finale, so we won't say what happened or who won. Yep. But I, it's just, it's so corrupt having Matt Hancock. He doesn't deserve a redemption arc. Oh, I don't think he has had a redemption arc. He's trying to, and ITV <laughs> are giving to. him a platform to have the the. It's all for him to sell his book, which is his oh, yeah. side of the story. He's still an MP. Yes. So he should he's be. He's MP. He's got. He's still got a job to do. He should be taking care of yes. his constituents. But no, he's yes. he's making money in a jungle, selling his book. Yeah, and it's a bit. I, I feel like he 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 might lose his seat at the next election. He's been kicked out of the Tory party, mm-hmm. so the whip suspended. So yeah, he has he's been uh, reprimanded for choosing to go to the jungle. He shouldn't be going to the jungle. No. Um but I feel like the I don't think it's helped him. If I'm being honest, I think folk are completely seeing through the transparency of him thinking, "Oh, this is maybe getting forgiven by the country." 
and everyone just thinks he's a knob. Yeah, but just the fact that ITV have allowed him. Yeah. And it's horrible. Yeah. The uh, the winner uh, was uh, shouted out on a train um, as I was I was returning from London yesterday, um, mm. and and the people next to me, a family of three, were obviously fuming. like fuming. Yeah, and we were in the quiet zone as well. The- I mean, I've not I've not watched it. I I just know. I know who won, but I'm like, I don't care. But it's like, how could you? In this day and age, how could you say something like that over a certain noise level? Yeah. And the way she said it specifically, oh, like, something's won, like, specifically to spoil it for people. I had that at work recently. So, now, I've been watching Welcome to Wrexham. I'm not a football fan, but it's a great show. Okay. I was really invested in Wrexham, right. the football team. Like, every match that they show in it and highlights of it, I'm, like, really hoping they win. I'm, like, I'm invested in them getting a promotion. Mm-hmm. So I went into work and I said, oh, I'm watching this at the moment to, to Aiden. And he just bursts out. He was like, oh, well, they don't get promoted, do they? And he was, I was like, but I don't know that. That's... And he was like, well, he was like, well, they're still in that league. I'm like, I'm, I don't like, know. I'm, I don't follow it. I was like, I've got two episodes left. And they've got <laughs> one match until promotion. If they win, they're going up. Um, so I, I was, I did laugh with them because I was just sort of like, I mean, to a football fan, you'd know that they've not gone up, but you would just automatically know that they weren't promoted if you're a football fan. Yeah, if you're like a hardcore football fan. Yeah, but they're quite popular. They're owned by Ryan Reynolds and. Rob McElhaney. Yeah. So, like, it's been quite well known that they're they're trying to get promoted, and I didn't follow it at all. So I'm like, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is, oh, my God, I'm a Wrexham fan now. And then, I, oh, they didn't get promoted, by the way. I'm like, thanks. I wonder <laughs> if Welcome to Wrexham will start a trend of celebrities buying sports teams and documentaries being made about it to increase the popularity of those sports teams. Possibly. I could see it happening with like a, an American team because mm. having another another celebrity buy a British team... I, I was meaning specifically not... like like The Rock. Well, I guess he's bought the XFL. He owns the XFL. So he owns a league. That documentary <laughs> could happen soon. Um, um, but I feel like it won't be as good because Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney are very funny yes. in this and it's a comedy yeah but Hollywood and, and TV networks seem to think that Dwayne is just ratings gold um, yes. and they could tell the story of how Dwayne Johnson bought a football company from I, I think that redacted. could happen I mean he, he wouldn't even have to be a TV network it would be his own production company true yeah, that just films it. Yeah, sell it to HBO or Netflix or something, something like that. But yeah, watch Welcome to Wrexham. It's Ted Lasso but real. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Fraser, what did you think of the Stolen Earth? I thought it was actually a really good episode. Um, as I said, I were kind of written it off. I'd written it off for the quite a few weeks ago, thinking it wasn't going to be that good. It was going to be a letdown because it. In my head, it was just, oh, all these factions have come together for no particular reason, but there's a Dalek invasion. 
but it worked so much better in the episode than it did when I was remembering it. Mm-hmm. For me, the main thing from this episode is the cliffhanger ending when I was thinking about it. But there's a lot that happens in it. There's a lot that I like. I like the humor throughout it. It's both quite serious in its stakes, but also knows when it uh, when it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like Wilf with a paintball. Yes. Or the Harry Jones, we know who you are. Yeah. It works. I like it. There's a MacGuffin, which I think doesn't need to be in there, but it does raise the stakes a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to have seen more from Rose in this. Right. Like, I know she's there for a to, to reunite with the Doctor and then all that sort of stuff. And there's the barrier between the worlds is breaking and all that sort of thing. But she kind of just appears and sits with Wilf for an episode. What a pairing. When I think she... Yeah, great pairing. But I feel like she could have done a bit more. Like, she could have been a bit more... She cocked her gun a couple times and then fired it. She did cock her gun and then fire it. But, like, I don't know. I would like to have seen her being more of a threat to the Daleks individually. Like, show her leading a fight against them. Leading the people. Yeah. But she's the only one that's got a gun that can... Can fight, yeah. But it just, like, for that episode, like, she's she's just sitting with Wilf and going, I was here first, whatever, you know? Apart from that, I thought it was great having her back. Right. Liked the the, the overall plot of it. It does, again, feel very much a part one, two, part two. Mm -hmm. Um, So I will need the second part to sort of balance it and fully get the story and give it a proper rating but for a standalone i would give it probably an eight right um which i think as a two-parter it'll probably be a bit higher could you imagine if they ever ended an episode on a cliffhanger of the doctor regenerating and then the next episode five years later yeah that would be crazy great i just i think they should i want thanos I, with Disney in charge, I just want it to look more. I mean, we always say it looks more cinematic. Even when Jodie joined, it looked more cinematic. But I want it did to, look, yeah, not just the. I I I don't think it looked more cinematic. It looked just it had a higher budget, and they were on a green screen. And I yeah. think I think a good way to trick people into thinking things are more cinematic is just by uh, focus depth. Yes, you'll see this. Star Wars, the original Star Wars, not the original Star Wars, like the prequels, it was on green screens, no focus depth, everything was like yeah. clear because they're on green screens. If you look at like, that's why I love the Mandalorian, uh, the scenes in which he is in space and you can see the stars, but they're blurry and it makes it look real, I think, and it just makes it look cool. Um, I just want, yeah, I want a film team and with Bad Wolf Productions having done um his dark materials i hope they bring that same level of uh production you would hope because they've got their budget and you've got disney's budget because oh, disney, disney. It, it seems like disney has actually got a stake in the show now yeah like they are actually producing it which when they announced it was just they were publishing it mm-hmm. whereas they're they're producing it now um i'm surprised disney aren't doing putting like all of classic who on disney plus because you'd think especially for the american audience that would probably be like the first place ever mm-hmm. that they'd be able to access everything at once well it's all on hbo max at the moment 
never mind then but so all hbo has got the that's the annoying thing with it is hbo max has got it all for the next year uh from what i understand unless hbo cuts more content mm. Um, but they've got the rights to it for another year in America mm. and then it will switch over to Disney. I imagine they will announce a new deal for Disney to yeah. have the Because you can tell... I don't know if they'd have it over here, though. BBC iPlayer will probably keep that. Mm. Like, the the marketing for Doctor Who, like, even just their Twitter team, there's so much more now. They've definitely yeah. got a new team on and they're like... They, they keep showing things of, like, classic Who um, compared to the new Who and it seems like it would be a missed opportunity for them not to go Doctor Who all in one place from the very beginning only on yeah. Disney Plus and BBC iPlayer and Britbox. Britbox, yeah. It'd, it'd be, it'd be good, a good good idea, good move for them. Yeah. But what did you think of the episode? Anyway, my thoughts on the episode. Uh, yeah, I agree completely. I, I think it was... Um, I take points away because it's uh, part one, so there's a cliffhanger and um, so isolated. It wouldn't be that enjoyable. But it takes everything from the very beginning of new who and it it is it is end game pretty much an infinity war and it, it it does so well and russell t davis is so good at remembering everything he's written and and making everything canon mean something and and it rewards you for having watched for these past th- three years um mm-hmm and yeah it's great and everyone is great in it and it's nice to see sarah jane and luke and torchwood and it's i'm going to give it a 7.5 i think that's yeah fair score it's it's a tough one to rate Mm. i think we've both said there we need the second part to give it a proper score because it's it's a one story. Yeah, I think narrative-wise, if you look at it as an isolated episode, narrative-wise, if you haven't seen anything before it, and you don't know what happens after, it doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense and it's not that good. But, um, I think it's just, it's and it's an enjoyable watch still. Yes. So it's still just Great. fun to watch. Incredible ending. Yes. Just to leave it on that. And I think that's that's where its strength is. Mm, all the emotional beats. Yeah. You... Like everything in a span of what, a minute and a half? Mm. You go from like the reunion to Rose to him dying. Yeah. To him regenerating to, oh my God, I've got to wait a week. Or in our case, I've got to wait 10 seconds for the thing to pop up saying next, next episode. episode. But even before that, you got starting off high energy because Rose is back. Or the Doctor thinks Rose is back. Then Earth is gone. And then Rose is back. And then you got the reunion of all these companions. And mm. then you got the Daleks coming. Uh-oh. You got Sarah Jane and Jack remembering who the Daleks are. And then... Mm. I love it. It's great. Yeah. 7.5. Um, but what did you think of the stolen Earth? You can tell us on Twitter at Steel or at... The Fraser Porter. Or at Doctor Who Pod. You can also send in your Satan Pit submissions to at Doctor Who Pod using the hashtag the Satan Pit. Um, you can rate and subscribe and share this podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram as well. Um, yes. And, and yeah, next time. Have a good day. To be continued.
Yeah, to be continued. We're regenerating right now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you have a lovely week. And as always, please remember... Stay hooked. Stay hooked.